Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And today we are covering season two, episode Episode seven, seven, video video games. games. This is the episode where Jessa goes and visits her father. No, it's so fun. We just started an introduction where I went first and I said, this is Evan and then Amelia. And we instantly, our energy was so low. But now that we started off with Amelia and Evan, we're back in our tradition. We're back in Habitat. We're back where we're meant to be. And you know what? It feels so much more natural. And I just want to, if you're watching the video version, you can see our red bubble <gasps> girls themed mugs fully on display. Um, I posted four. I posted on our Instagram that um, like a thank you red bubble for no, sending literally. us these. We have three cups today and one's for Elijah. Elijah. Like, one for the guest. Elijah and Jewish tradition is like during Passover. You have an extra cup for this for this guy. Okay, well, I'm Elijah because I have a coffee cup and a water cup. Yeah, you're Elijah. I need three cups. I need like three drinks. Um, how was your week, Emil? We don't have to talk about that. Um, no, you're right. I just want to say one thing before we start the podcast because now I I've, I've been given a platform, so I have to talk about this. Um. The Rush eating the Rush music video for Troy Vaughn's new song Gate is literally an AI creation to give me an eating disorder. Oh, Have really? Have you watched it yet? I haven't watched. I just listened to the song and I was like, "Ooh, I like this." No, the song's so fun, but then you actually you zoom into the music video and it's like, okay, it's a really good music video if you want to stop eating. Is it because Troy Sivan is really skinny? Yeah, everyone in this music video is like literally the top top shape of your life, and there's no. It's like. Troy Svon's doing this really cool thing where he's one being like all include everyone's included except for different bodies. I feel like that's where we're moving. I feel we're like being over body sca- pause. I, there was like the body positive movement, and everybody was like, you know, the early two thousand skinny thing is over. We're moving away. We've progressed past it, and it's like, no, we're actually back. Like everyone I know is like being like, I'm gonna get my eating disorder back. No, Ozempic really, honestly, got rid of body positivity. I was thinking about this today when I was making an egg. I've never made an egg since I was ten years old and didn't think in my head, this is seventy calories. Because when you're on my fitness pal in sixth grade, you learn that and you can never forget it. <laughs> the thing about watching podcasts is they all slowly turn into eating disorder content. Every I know. Single one of them. I know. It's so bad. We need to eat meals and nourish ourselves and stop freaking out by unbubblehubbahubbah. No, it's a good I think the concept of this music video is like you're gay if you have a six pack. Like that, it's so interesting. I mean, isn't there like a special pressure on gay men? To be skinny. Exactly. Like in this most recent episode of Just Like That, um, that one gay guy is a gay sidekick to Charlotte. I can never remember his name. Stanley or... No, Stanley actually died IRL. Oh my but God. his husband. I can never remember his name. Oh he my goes, God. They're at a Halloween party and goes up to a guy who's singing a Spartacus ass outfit and has a six pack and he's like, he's like, don't you remember my hand from the steam room? He's like, I have a wife. It's like, and the guy walks away and he's like, no straight guy has a six pack like that. It's like six packs, I guess, in this day and age or only for gay. Yeah. They I really think that are. is true. I'm not going to lie. This episode made me really sad. I'm like and, numb after watching And it. thinking about my own life and my own relationship with my parents. And I can't believe we have to do like a lighthearted podcast about this episode. No, literally. Is eating rabbit a metaphor for feeling bad? I don't know. Because I'm more eating rabbit If boots. we cry live on the pod, is that okay? We're eating rabbit boots. 
I'm so excited for our guests. Before I even moved to New York, I knew of them because they go viral on Twitter all the time. And um, they also have a podcast of their own called Exploration Live, where they like dive in and dissect kind of everything in the world. And so they're going to be really good at like kind of the analytical stuff. I, I'm glad Something we got them we've for- we've never done before. I know. No, we're we're gonna go for one really second, and we actually are. We did a Vice article, or we interviewed for a Vice article. And we we're really Amelia and I sound so smart in it. It's actually crazy because when we were getting interviewed, we sounded like the dumbest no. girls in the world. Girl, what stupid are you? <laughs> no, that, huh. that can't be right. Cut that. <laughs> cut that Can you please. cut that, Evan? Can I actually go into your bedroom and cut it for you? I don't think you'd oh be able God. to. I'm, my brain's literally on debt lag for some reason right now. I'm, I'm the nervous. happiest I've ever been. Anyways, <laughs> you can check out their podcast. They are about to knock on the door. So we'll see you back in the studio with them right now. Cross dissolve. Guys, put your hands together for Charlie, Charlie Bardet. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much. And I want to make something clear, which is that I asked to be on this podcast. <laughs> you guys did not ask me. I sent a DM and I said I would love to do it. And so I'm making direct eye contact for the, <laughs> please, please, please. For the TikTok. Um, no, I We're clip asked. that. We're yeah. gonna clip that. We're yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna go viral. <laughs> I bet everybody goes crazy for it. People are gonna eat that up. No, I like had started um a few months ago, like a girls rewatch, kind of like with the wave. Yeah, and I've been loving it, and I'm really wanting to talk about it. I'm well, we well, were so excited. Yeah. We were like, thank God. Well, we were we were in an article this week about girls. And then uh-huh. somehow this woman that wrote the article somehow got numbers about girls and viewership, which I thought Whoa. was illegal. Right. Yeah, the um, streaming services, they don't want you. Yeah, yeah but it's like she, Lena Dunham doesn't even know if people are watching. Right, exactly. But she has it. This but woman this Vice this Girl. It yeah. doubled since January really? 2022. 2022. Well, January 2023 viewership doubled. Wow. Well, you know what? It's really good. It's really like, good. It's a good show. It's just, it's really good. So it's like people are watching it because they're like, this is good. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, haha, this is bad. That's funny. No, it's good. Yeah. Let me just get out ahead of it. And I've only <laughs> seen through season three. Definitely there is a little bit of like season one. It's like guns blazing. It's so good. And yeah. then you do sense a little bit of like, okay, what's happening? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, mm-hmm. I mean, we watched an interview clip where Lena was like, well, now I wonder what it'll be about. Cause right. I kind yeah, of, yeah. I kind of got all my ideas out there. Yeah, exactly. That's such a classic, like sophomore season, sophomore slump thing yeah. of being yeah. like, I've actually been working on that one set of ideas for a thousand years. And yeah. then it's like, okay, and you have one year to come up with like new stories. She's like, I'm 24. Exactly. Not that much has actually happened to me yet. Right. Exactly. I mean, the fact that she's, 24 is insane. It's insane. It's actually insane it's because crazy. like now when you meet even like a 23 year old, you're like, okay, yeah. hi. You're, exactly. you're like, cast me in your big project. <laughs> yeah. I know. How old are you guys? You must be I just 20. turned 25. We're both 25. Okay, respect. But, I mean, when you and first I'm a lot are, like that too. You're 25. Yeah. Yes. We're not going to let anyone say anything else. No. I'm 28, by the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. I think that's a really perfect age. And your you Saturn guys, returned recently. Yeah. yeah did you did. notice it? Yes. I've been going through an, uh, like the most emotionally difficult period of my whole life. No. Yeah. Good. Do you I'm glad feel like you brought that. Do you feel like it's going to get better or is it only going down so far? I think it's going to be bad for a while. And then I think my like kind of read on it is like, this is just going to be a bad year for me. And then 2024, but I actually knew that like literally going into 2023, (laughs) I was like, I was like, I think 2024 is my year. Like, I think this one's kind of a wash. Yeah. Yeah. And it was helpful to make peace with that. I'm like that every no, year. No, it's though. cool to like be like, well, <laughs> I planned ahead. <laughs> You're like the next one though. Exactly. I'm gonna get it. No, I do think 
you know what? So much suffering comes from being like, it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. So now I'm just like, it is like this. No problem. Whatever. Wait, you just, you you I, flipped Aristotle on its head. Yeah, exactly. I really did. That's wow. so powerful. I, no one's done on this podcast yet. We have yep. a bucket list for this podcast, Aristotle on his head. Suck <laughs> yeah. that yeah. off. Someone needs to turn. Okay, we can cross that off the list. <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it, Joe. It. Um, uh-huh. Charlie also has a show coming up at Littlefield. Oh, <laughs> yeah, true. plug it right I can now. Pl- should I plug it at the end? No, plug it now, plug it while, now. while their I'm ears just, are fresh. Otherwise, it's sometimes I forgot. Right. Um, Littlefield Exploration Live, his amazing, amazing podcast where they like talk about really cool things Thank and that's you. a really good way to describe everything yeah. yeah i think that's right um, your friend natalie roder Leitman, yeah. yeah yes it's kind of like she's brilliant me and Evan, Saturday. But different. yeah but a little older but a little older yeah. her hair's curlier than mine which, exactly but i'm working on it right well the hair is inverted between right. our hair is a little so more similar curly hair though i have curly hair you yeah. know what you're right i do have curly hair i'm erasing myself <laughs> <laughs> i do have curly hair is that new but, or is that something that you know i've actually always had with? like I'm like trying to look. I don't know what I look like. I can't remember. It's can't really picture it. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think the thing about curly hair is sometimes it can be the worst thing ever. It's yeah. almost a disability. It can get a little frizzy. Yeah, it can get a little crazy for sure. I know. I yeah. for so long I didn't have anything in my repertoire. And now something I I finally got mop top, and it's mm. really been a game changer for me. Mop top mop as top. like kind of like a way of describing or understanding yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. And the products I use. Right. Because then some oh, Japanese sure. hairdresser told me to use it curl mousse and i did that to my hair and it one of the scariest things it ever did and for six months of my life i was i was cynthia from <laughs> rug rat right right right, right. <laughs> with the hair like and people would tell side. me that of course people are like it's not working you're like let me just feel it out and then i'll kind of figure it out from evan's there. hair when i first met them was mm. really special really it was having a moment uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah. We're, we all has a journey yeah. we all do have a journey God. i don't feel like i've quite figured like out what i'm show. wanting to do with my hair i tried to get bangs and the woman was like no she's like don't and do she that. gave half bangs because you got a groupon haircut yeah and i always will <laughs> yeah but I know. now i'm like doing the thing in middle school where you like straighten the bangs mm-hmm. and then the rest is curly okay and you're just like hey you guys both have such cute hair and we oh. all have brown hair we all have that's brown really hair important. which that is, is important. really important you and couldn't cast all three of us that's what was in my dm yeah. i said <laughs> i said i'd love to do the podcast <laughs> i you know i think i'd fit right in i have brown hair so I've um, never met someone with brown hair that I'm not like, we're hitting at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why is this randomly working? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm excited to talk about the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Jump watched so it 30 minutes ago. You kind ago. of already explained, but mm-hmm. um, how did you get into girls? Um, I think I watched it when it came out, the first season and the second season. And I remember I stopped watching it when I stopped watching it actually when Hannah punctures her eardrum. Really? Right, right, Did it right. piss you off too much? It just scared me. And I was like, I was like, this is too intense. Oh my God. And it was like too much and I it couldn't handle so it. It is so intense though. And I think I, like not like, I wasn't like, I can't watch this, but it's just like, you know how naturally you're just like, I guess I'm drifting away from this. Yeah. So I stopped watching it there. It got too real. It got too real. And then like, I later at some point randomly picked it back up like and watched like season four or something. I have no idea. I don't remember what was happening in it. I remember watching the the Kitty Genovese episode. So I don't know where yeah. that is in it. But then recently, a few months ago, I was like, you know what? It was winter. I think it was really sick this past December. I just gone through a breakup. Crap. Um, and was like, let me do it. And so yeah. I've been watching it since then. Kind of stopped at the end of season three. Needed a break. The the Gabby Hoffman plot line kind of drained me a little bit, to be honest. Right. But You're you guys really will get to that. really emotionally in the show. 
I was it's, pretty emotionally. It seems really like you're deeply affected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Yeah. You're not totally casually watching yeah, it. Like exactly. you're, it's really sitting with you. No, it really was. I mean, I'm just in an emotional place right now. So everything like I absolutely at the end of this episode was absolutely cried. Yeah. I mean, it's totally. This episode was actually so devastating to watch. It's so devastating. Can we get you to cry today? Yeah, totally. Okay, perfect. We'll, yeah, we actually we'll do need cry that. cry live on the air. Yeah. yeah I literally mail. probably can. Oh my God. When? <laughs> when? I mean, I don't know. When don't, they're on the swing when set. When they're on the swing set. And she. And, ugh, I mean, that's so like. Ugh, like her dad, her being like, you. I'm the child. I'm, she's like, I'm the child. I'm the child. And she's like whimpering. She's literally. And she's whimpering. really whining. You know, yeah. she's I'm the child. It's like, it's so, feels so real and desperate. Yeah. And like, you know, Jess is kind of like, feels a little bit the weakest link of the four of them. Can I say that? Is she yeah. like a watcher? Like, she, d- she is the only one that follows us. Really? Yeah. Crap. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let me it. go ahead and take, well, let but me say you know us. what? I think she she'd be open to, to this. She wanted us It feels to. like a little, she's a little like underwritten sometimes. She's not Jessa. Right. She's you not have Jessa. to know that Jemima Curry is not Jessa. Right. Exactly. Um, but, no, yeah. She's the one that kind of like, they like make it seem like underwriting her is because she's just so free. And I'm like, but what the fuck is going on here a little bit? Yeah. It's like, what is she doing all the time? What is she doing all the time? Like, I also, I mean, I'm sure you learn more because I, I don't, I didn't see, I haven't seen the second half of the <laughs> cheers. <laughs> I keep cheersing myself. I haven't seen the second half of the series, but like, do you kind of find out more? Like, I guess you kind of are supposed to assume that it's like she comes from a wealthy but broken family. Mm. Right. I mean, mm. we're all predicting. in and out of rehab. Right. We're like, why is, is this dad like this? We thought she was like, you know, went to private school in right, England. Right. Is like- she clearly has that energy, but you never really get a full sense of like. What is up with it? Actually? No, it like, makes no sense. She reminds me of every rich girl I went to rehab. Right, right. Who's like also has weird parents. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the British. dad was so much weirder than I remember. Uh huh. But okay, wait, let's jump into our first segment, okay. Minute to Win It. Okay. This is where oh, we mine. try and give a synopsis of the entire episode. It's scary in for one us, minute. too. It is okay. scary for us, too. Um, and, and we, we each get 20 seconds. Okay, okay, okay. You finish it off. So whatever we don't get to, you really got to bring us home. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready, Evan? Um, I, let me get there. Okay. Right. Whoa. Whoa. It's actually a big... Yeah, okay. And here we <laughs> go. Okay, so we're kind of by Poughkeepsie, but not. We just took the train. Hannah's going to cross the third rail to go pee while Jess is laughing her little head off. Um, And they're waiting for Jess's dad as he doesn't come. And then he finally picks him up and has 8,000 computers in the back because he doesn't want his secrets out to the world. And Hannah thinks those little computers look like dog homes. They get to Jess's house, or Jess's dad's house. And we meet Patrice, Patricia, mm-hmm. and um, she has a son named Frank, and Jess and all of them are eating dinner, and it's a dead rabbit, and then Jess is really wanting to hang out with her dad, and her dad's like, we actually have plans, and Jess is like, fuck it, I'm going to go hang out with Frank and his friend, and then they're in a car, and Hannah... Hannah kind of freaks out. She's in a car with these guys. Like, she wants to get out because they're doing whippets and, like, covering each other's eyes and being kind of reckless. Hannah leaves the car goes to the cemetery this guy frank who's like this 19 year old like a little bit like on the spectrum neighbor oh my god um they hook up and then uh jessa ends up like jessa's dad kind of bails on them and jessa ends up leaving leaving this kind of dramatic note and hannah um goes to the train station alone and calls her parents and thanks them for um 
being like a safety net for her. Oh my god! And that's one minute. And I have right, to say, well. Charlie gets double time because his heart hurts. Thank you. And I think yeah. you have to remember that. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was actually I think really good. Most of the time we time miss most plots. Totally. You guys left me with a heart. We yeah. left you, you left me with a good half of the episode. Yeah, at least. we love to kind of just say that every detail that right. happened in the first. You're like, scene. there's a lot of computers <laughs> in the car. <laughs> it was like, for efficiency, I would have left that out personally. <laughs> I liked it. No, yeah. hey. no, it was important. It's an important thing to <laughs> the, li- the listeners who didn't watch the episode before listening need to know that part. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Right, are people right, watching right. along with you guys? I oh, think we they no were, but no. what happened was like we got people to start rewatching and then they and were way like, ahead. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Totally. And I'm like, that's no problem. We'll get to season six soon enough. Right. Exactly. But just you wait. People we'll are like, can you release more than once a week? And I'm like, like, three episodes a week. Right. Yeah. I'll be, I'm on it. Yeah, no. exactly. No problem. I can't emotionally. Um, no. Wait, okay. You know what's another thing in this episode that I really love? And actually something about the show that I like as well. Tell us. Okay. I think it'd be a really easy choice for Hannah's parents to be like totally sweet Midwestern people and for her to be this kind of nightmare child. And actually her mom is like kind of a bitch. And like her mom is like well-meaning but like really quick to anger, like a little erratic. And I think it's a really smart choice because it's, I think the easy thing would just be have her mom be like, oh, sweetie. And like Hannah's just like, shut up. But instead it's like, she makes this really, at the end of this episode, she actually makes this very sweet phone call to her parents, like having seen the way that Jessa's erratic upbringing like has really traumatized her. She calls her parents being like, you know, it it's so well written too. She's like, I often feel like we're not even from the same planet or made by this, put here by the same God. But like at the same time, I go through the world feeling like there's a hammock underneath me. And like, I want to thank you for that. And her mom is like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the, like, what the fuck? Okay, you're calling me, you're asking me for money. Fuck you. And just like hangs up on Hannah. It's so powerful. Because it shows like, how her mom is kind of also like why Hannah is so- Totally, totally. Right, you're like actually like, like kind of just, I don't want to say crazy or disturbed, but like, you know. It would be so people annoying. People people. Yeah, yeah. It would be so annoying if her parents were so sweet and she was just like a right, crazy. I just think yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be like, that's kind of the obvious and easy choice they yeah. could have made with Hannah. Like be- that, like that as the type where it's like, she's just a crazy. And again, like, you know, that she is at times like this total kind of like narcissist monster. But then this phone call is genuinely very sweet, actually. And it's genuinely so sweet. Yeah, it's genuinely coming from a real place of gratitude. And the show is kind of amazing because you're like, yeah, you know what? Like, that is how people are. Like, people actually really do surprise you and are full of like contrasting and, um, you know, contrasting, contradicting impulses. It's so true. They wrote her Jewish. They did write her Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Jewish in real life? She is Jewish. Lena so Dunham. Lena yes. Dunham is half wasp, half Jewish. Okay, okay, okay. So half the character are wasp and half of them are Japs. Right. Or I guess she's Jewish, not Japs. Is, she, is Hannah Jap. Horvath supposed to be Jewish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is okay. Hannah Jewish? They kind of don't necessarily ever say it, but they don't actually Lena say it. says that Shoshis? she... Shosh is Jewish. Shosh is Jewish. Jemima or... Jessa, Jessa and Allison. No way, no way. Are wasps. They're so totally wasps. Lena Dunham is half wasp, half Jewish. But so her parents her, don't no. seem Jewish. No, her parents don't seem so Jewish. Her I mean, mom maybe does, but... Her mom seems Jewish to me. Oh, really? Actually, no, but doesn't she go back home for Christmas or something? She goes back... No, for her grandmother's funeral. Well, death. not... It, that's even at home. That's Ohio. Right. Are there Jewish in people Ohio. in Ohio? Yeah, of course, in Shaker Heights. Right, oh, right. There are Jewish people. I. It is funny that actually it's Columbus. not explicit. Like, with Shoshana, it's explicit, and with Hannah, who, like, 
really does come off kind of Jewish. She's not. Yeah. So it's not so explicit, actually. I wonder if HBO was like, don't do that. Lay off the religion yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm like sure cool. for her, she was just like, she doesn't want, like, also, she grew up like secular in New York. And so yeah. she's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. She's like, I don't need to be ship a baby. Right. She doesn't need to be ship a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, before Jewish. we jump into the episode, mm-hmm. we have to ask our guests the mm-hmm. question we ask all our guests mm-hmm. Girl, what girl, girl are you? Are you? Look, for better or worse, like I'm Marnie for sure. You're Marnie? Yeah. I think you're our first guest who's been a Marnie. And honest wow. about it. I mean, yeah. look, like I just have to be kind of real with myself. Like I'm uptight, like I'm type A, I'm I have a lot of like wants and have ideas about how things should be, and I'm really mm-hmm. attached to those ideas about how things should be. Um I think I definitely have some there's a little bit of Hannah in me but not really that much there's a little bit of Shoshana in me but not that much I don't have much Jessa going on for me at all but I really do think I'm just Marnie I just gotta be real wow yeah thank god God I found community you're also Marnie I'm always Marnie every every damn week and it's hell I don't want to be this way but no no me neither it's like I mean I see Marnie and I'm like oh this is like all the stuff that like I'm just like tough. she needs to relax and stop trying to control every oh situation and it's right. like okay well right exactly it's like huh call coming from inside <laughs> wait my mind. that sounds kind of familiar <laughs> I can just voice to text everything you guys just said oh wow, okay I yeah. got that send, send that to out. people yeah well I think Thread you're it. Marnie kind of season one two and you're kind of more Marnie season three four wow five. what happens to her then because I'm like, trying to sing singer more yeah, I'm a singer. Wow. You're a singer. Okay, never mind. And actually, mm-hmm. you're season three and four. That actually, when I, I also remember <laughs> seeing that and being like, when Marnie like reveals that she can like kind of sing, I was like, oh, crap. Were you like? Because <laughs> that's like the way that I'm like, I can also kind of sing. Were you low key in like an acapella group at one point? Yeah, and to be honest. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, I Which I didn't, famously didn't really like, but I love singing. And um, well, Alice, uh, I don't mean to out myself like this, but Allison Williams and I both went to Yale. And right. Oh, you did acapella at Yale? Yeah, I did. Were you in a baker's dozen? No. I was in mixed Was company. Allison Williams there at any point that you were? No, I think she was too she much was older than me. Why you, um, That school really likes male acapella. They love male acapella. It's, I mean, it's, it's any Everyone's wrong. in it. It's sick. You're gay and you go to Yale. It's like you you're doing do acapella. I know. I just got swept rats. up in it. I was like, yeah, I guess I can. Okay. like I, I love my sing. friend. I have another friend, Charlie, who went to Yale and did acapella. Really? And, who is um, he? Charlie Musoff, he's right. he's, he's a bit younger. younger. No problem. Um, but like that's really it's it. That's your like fraternity life. It is like fraternity life. It really is. He opened for the Phoenix Suns. Like you could, there was oh so intense. I know it can be kind of crazy like that where you're like, why is this like randomly so intense? And I mean, the cool <laughs> thing was we traveled. Like we actually got to you do. Traveled? It's kind of sports What's... for singers. Yeah, literally. Like, cause you can just go and like people pay you to book gigs, and if the thing is you travel and you have to like work really intensely you do like two shows a day at like restaurants and whatever but it it was kind of cool i went to like uh we went to columbia that was the coolest place we went wow yeah oh i thought you went to university for a second i'm like whoa we went to columbia (laughs) but anyway i do really feel like like that kind of sincerity i don't know i'm like feel really clocked by marnie Wow. And like wanting to be like this like creative type, yeah. but also fundamentally being like. That everybody's like, she's kind of cool in a right. new way. Exactly. But ultimately being like, I don't understand why things aren't working the way I wanted them to. <laughs> and like not being able to get over that. Like, yeah. Too bad. Is um, your mom like her mom? No. Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Oh my God. 
That's her mom. Yeah. Whoa. Um, actually, you know what? A little bit. My mom can be a little <laughs> bit like her. Where my mom is a little bit like, just deal with it. Like, <laughs> not really, not really. I think my mom is more affectionate than um Rita Wilson is to Marnie. Totally. Yeah. Good. Because that's a really low bar. I mean, Rita Wilson, I mean, Marnie really went through like with the Charlie stuff. Like, that's tough. That's tough. And yeah. everybody was like, shut the Fuck up, right, right. bitch. Exactly. No one gave her sympathy at all. No. Well, except for Jessa, who was like, you're so pretty without mascara. Yeah. <laughs> I know, randomly, Jessa being like, I actually will be friends. It's funny, like... Rewatching this is just about being like, I was wrong about Jessa. She's really sweet. Yeah. There's a sweetness to her. I mean, Jessa is annoying to watch because she is so immature and really does not act like it. Or like acts like mm-hmm. she's way more mature yeah. than she is. And I'm always like... Shut the fuck up. Well, girl. we were saying that when she yeah. got married, it's like she got married so she could be like, I'm choosing, I'm so adult and yeah, have it yeah, all figured yeah. out. But it was like a way for her to be like, I don't know anything about myself. You'd be right. worldly without being mature. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, what girl were you this week? I feel like I'm the stepmom, Petula. I feel like it's because um, everything she's saying resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And I think she's so of the now. It's like life is a video game. No, literally life like, is a video game. Totally. Elon Musk said that too. So it's yeah. like it has to be You true. totally would go to a lecture about nu- Japanese nuclear. nuclear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that kind of stupid stuff. I'm wearing a vest just like her on mm-hmm. purpose. Right. You did it. I did it. Um, What's the question what, for you? Girl, what girl are you? Oh. I'm just in this episode. I'm so like always trying to get my dad to like um, care about me more. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I'm always being like, oh, like he's coming. This is going to be great. Or like also playing it so cool. Like when things don't go, like when like somebody doesn't show up for you and just being like, I'm actually really chill and it's no problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like her whole thing of being like, yeah, let's go hang out, Frank is so me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to act like this doesn't bother me as much. Well, right, like the beginning of the episode where Jessa is like, like Hannah's like, where is he? And Jessa's like, it's really uncool that this bothers you. And it's like, oh my God, girl, like, come on. Like, it's just so... Like the, it's so like you don't know yourself at all. You're like, allowed to be sad, girl. Right. And she's like, Hannah, you're so immature. Right. Of exactly. course, my dad sucks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Grow like, up. This is what he does. Like the, it just is tragic. Like you really just see the ways yeah. that she's like had to protect herself, and uh, it's devastating. This I'm the child. Episode. I know. This is right, gonna, no, no, no. no. We need you that. actually also gave it to me. I also no, was asked yeah. you to do that. I know. This isn't. A, I think it's a really good episode of the show. I was sad because it's my favorite character of the show by far is Shoshana. I think Shoshana and is there's like. Not, well, we'll <laughs> we'll make a section today where you can just say your. Piece yeah, we'll on give her. you. Okay, we'll give you five minutes. A Shoshana minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One minute on Shosh. <laughs> but so let's funny. lean into Lena. Lena. Mm-hmm. This is the meat of the episode. We're breaking it down. Why was Lena writing this episode? Mm-hmm. Why did everything that happened in it happen? Let's unpack her a little here i think maybe there's something i mean it's that last phone call right that's so like like key here that like she so much of the show is her reckoning with like this her relationship with her parents and like being kind of difficult and being troubled and having like parents who are a little difficult and don't totally understand her but are there and then like putting that in relief against like someone who's i mean her world, like Lena's world is limited. Like everybody's rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody is actually like really in dire financial straits, but the relief of someone who's like parents really just aren't there for them mm-hmm. and really are kind of like have a really like strained relationship. Like to me, the whole episode is 
getting Hannah to have that phone call with her parents. Definitely. And then the thing too where her parents are like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, so it's not it's not like this nice, sweet, sweet moment. But to me, I think that's what what it's wanting. And it obviously like really gives us a lot about Jessa and like I think it definitely adds a second layer to Jessa Mm -hmm. and then expands. Like in season one, we see Mm -hmm. Hannah's when she goes home to visit her parents. Mm -hmm. It's like the first time that she's like kind of made a life for herself Mm -hmm. a little bit. Like now that she's been cut off. And now we see how like she's starting to like realize like, oh, my parents actually are rooting for me and want the best for me. So I think it's like highlighting that more. I agree. Being genuine at 24 is one of the hardest things you can do. Totally. And no one wants it from you. It's on our bucket list. You guys will get there. It's be genuine. Comes so easy to me. No offense. Um, I love also the thing that phone call Hannah does with her parents is while she's trying to pee with a UTI I in know. the train tracks in the same spot. Yeah. And also the reason her mom is like, "What the?" Like her mom at first is like, "Oh, that's really sweet," and then Hannah like kind of grunts because she's in pain from the UTI, and her mom's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then like hangs up, yeah, so angrily. Um, and it's she's and like then, my girl's on opium again probably right and this whole episode is like someone looking for a sign like Jess mm. looking for a sign because she gets this text from her dad it's like all these jumbled up letters and she just like wanted to see her dad and this was a sign oh my god right I too. forgot Hannah being like I think it's just a butt text exactly. yeah. that is so devastating yeah. for Jessica to have to be like the cool her that's mm-hmm. like so unaffected I know. to be like oh it, it, I mean maybe it was a coat right exactly and Hannah's <laughs> like, like no. no I do think like that's the kind of thing that is really true to Hannah's character and not like to be like to tell you like I think that's just a butt text because yeah. if someone maybe in that position said that to me I'd be like totally yeah <laughs> like, I was like yeah that's so weird that he said that like I wonder what that meant <laughs> <laughs> it's also so funny to see Hannah as like the buffer because it's like Hannah is not the type of person totally, that would do well totally. at that role right so right. like her whole time like Jess is going through something and Hannah cannot be there for no, her. Hannah needs her own buffer. right exactly like Hannah is like constantly. I mean, she's she, like, oh my god, not a whippet, not rabbits. It's wait, like, what girl. does she say in the car? She has this line that's like, it's. I, I only don't like, like yeah, to use um, products, products for, for their like, intended use. It's like it's a weak spot for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's so unserious. It's so funny. I mean, look, the show's really funny too. Like, I know the works. way they used comedy was. Mm-hmm. I have to say, comedic. I mean, but watching someone right. drive on whippets is just so trauma. I know, I, that is trauma. In college, I'll, I had so many friends who would drive on whippets, and it's just like, to be back there, mm-hmm. it was hard for me to watch. Whippets was so, like, when I worked at a startup in LA, and the, mm-hmm. and the I was, like, with the techie bros, mm-hmm. like, camera ops, being mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. I know, whippets. It's also this, like... There's something happening in this episode with like youth, like they're hanging out with these 19 year olds, yeah. Hannah hooks up with this 19 year old. Then there's also this thing with like the youth where it's like, she's like, I'm the child. Like, you know, Jess is yeah. going through this whole thing where she's like, is being like reckless in like a teen way. Yeah. And she's wanting to be like a child. With she's them. like, I came here so I could be a kid because I just right. got out of my marriage and I'm feeling down. Right. Whereas Hannah actually is like in this kind of adult position. Yeah. Of like taking care of her friend a little bit, like being like the adults, you know in this really complicated scene. Yeah. And then like having sex with this 19 year old and it's like, I thought that's what we were supposed to do. <laughs> she was like, I, what is it? I wanted like continuity with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> but she said continuity. Oh, that's like, so funny. But she talks about heaven right before. While they're fucking, she talks about what she thought heaven was going to be like in her existential like body crisis. Of yeah. Like floating into the sky. 
the Hannah, no, the, end, the Hannah and Frank scenes are so funny because it's like Hannah is usually like the erratic, childish character yeah. in a scene between two people. Yeah. But now she's like the wise yeah. one that's like nodding, like yeah, yeah, Rihanna. Wait, can I say something? I don't buy Frank. Like, I think he's not actually well cast because I think he's a little <laughs> too hot. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, this character doesn't. I, I don't think he's costumed right. I don't think he's cast right. The way his hair is brushed out seems contrived it's just a little contrived yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah. i'm like this i do think this person is real yeah but i don't think it's like i think the actor looks a little too old mm. actually to the be like player right it's, it's just a little bit too wes anderson yeah in that's a way that like i i didn't buy i mean i remember feeling that when it i'm actually so glad yeah, we're calling out judd apatow for this role though yeah it's true an actual yeah. 19 year old an actual 19 year old would never work yeah. maybe that guy is 19 no i don't know I don't think so, though. I don't know. The blonde I, one's definitely not. No, for sure. Um, yeah, that's the one thing where I was like, he's. it's just a little like... <laughs> that's fun that you noticed it in real time and were like, this doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. I was like, I have to speak on this. And they use <laughs> autism. Use my voice. Yeah. No, exactly. They use autism like we do, though. What do you mean? Like calling him autistic. Do they actually? And the they're like, he's a little autistic. Right. Oh, that is very 2023. That's so 2023. Right. right. They had that kind of lexicon. Yeah. Um, they're ahead of the times. Right. And it's funny because actually in that scene, Hannah also ends up seeming so adult. Like when she's talking to him and she's like talking about Rihanna and she's like, was that your first time? You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. so like, it's like she's so, we spend so much time with her, like not knowing what the fuck is going on. Like she's like totally clueless. She's floundering. And in that scene, she's like, she's not like freaking out that like, she's just like, ugh, fuck. Like. She's so adult. Like She's so in grown this, up. She really I'm is like, kind of grown up. You're really a grown up girl. Hannah. I know. And this one, she really is. She's like 16, though. It doesn't feel 19 to me. I don't know if sure. I necessarily remember what 19 looks like, but that's not a 19 year old. The guy? Is, yeah. Frank? I can't tell. It's like a freshman and like a tuba. I, don't know. Right. I like to Stranger Things vibe. Yeah. So 70s? Yeah. Did feel a little. I would recostume him. Not. I don't know how, but actually, something else about this episode that's funny. Uh, kind of along those lines is I'm like how long is Jessa out of the show for now like just like two more episodes right I'm almost like is this a scheduling thing was right you know what I mean was Jemima Kirk like I actually can't be in the next two or right no, not. Well, they always push the song in the show either though they're so casual well, a girl wasn't the Jemima Kirk having her second child during this Something I actually wish I knew. Right. Like, we'll I'm wondering if that's... It almost feels it's like... Because it's random that she leaves the show for a little bit, right? I think she might have been on maternity leave. Right. And so I'm Do wondering they have that? when... This was, like, the seventh episode of the season? Yeah. yeah. And then she's not in the next three until they go get pick her up from rehab. And is that in season three? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a preview, but... Oh my god, you know what I love in that episode where they pick her up from rehab? Shoshana, this is gonna be my Shoshana moment. Yeah. Shoshana in the back of the car, like Hannah yelling at Adam, being like, You sound now you sound like one of those guys who thinks that women can't be president because they would get their periods and like launch the nuclear weapons. And the, <laughs> right, they get they get their periods and get too emotional. And Shoshana in the back is like, wait, but women shouldn't be president because they would get their periods and get too emotional. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. So she's so so well cast. Yeah, yeah. She nailed it. No, how do we feel about Jessa and her dad's relationship? (sighs) Whoa, you stated like that. Sorry, I actually don't want to talk about it. It made me really sad, but it is so true. Like you see why Mm. Jessa up till now is always trying to like force these things to work with unavailable men. It's because her dad's unavailable. 
And you know what? Like that feels also, you know, everybody in my life I know who has like a shitty dad, it's literally always that the thing of like, whenever they're like, you weren't there for me. And the dad is like, you weren't there for me. And it's like, you moron like like i'm the child like that's literally not my responsibility you know like i've seen it happen with so many friends like so many people being like you were like you chose your mom over me you didn't want and it's like it's like i was seven you know what i mean like and that's just the truest and he's not even so like he's not like angry like that he's just like kind of a like a He's kind of duddy. He's just kind of a dud. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just can't commit. It's so... It's well, so sad. can't commit to anything. It's yeah. so common, though, for dads to be like, my daughter is supposed to emotionally take care of me. Ugh, it is and so it's common. Like, I don't know. Whenever my dad comes to town, we go to dinner, and it's just him talking at me and me, like, being like, your feelings are awesome. Really? And I'm like, wow. ask me one question about You're myself. like, why don't you be... Can I say something? Yeah. You know Please. how I've been going through a hard time? My dad has been so present and so Aww. like oh my god like I, he's just been so amazing and has he's he so emotionally yeah Wait. he's pretty good yeah like I, I like but he's so like emotionally present with me and so like like I've cried like with him at dinner so many times and like stop I know it's it's really Wait, sweet Wait, that's so powerful I legit feel so lucky for it because it's like I, all my friends growing up in high school like all had dads like this where mm-hmm. they were either like around and like angry bitter you know or just like dads who left yeah. and would come back like once a year and would be like well because your mom it's your mom's fault and your fault and yeah. you should have da, 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 da. it's like so lame you know what i mean like so many men just really like are terrible terrible fathers it's yeah, really exactly. bad it's really bad what's well, that whole statistic of like when Men have, uh, or when men have like critical diseases, fatal diseases, women oh, yeah. stick around so much more than like when yeah. men, exactly, right. vice versa. Uh, it's so sad. It always brings us back to our thesis. And we actually, I do know. we meet Jess's mom ever in the show? No. 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 That's interesting. Because she we don't also, even, do we even hear about her? She, in this episode, we, she says when things, she was like, why? Her big thing with him is she's like, you left me with mom. And she was like, when things were so bad with mom, like you weren't there. That's what she says in this episode. I know. Crap. This girl has been through so much. She has been through so no much. No wonder she wears that many kimonos. You have exactly. to. She's like flowing the fuck out. She like. Yeah. Justice does never emotionally available. I think that really has to just be so. Like he's so. He's always in and out of rehab. He keeps leaving women. There's Justice that poor dad, girl yeah. named Lemon. His daughter named Lemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking to, and oh my like, God. It's like a nobody. Talk to her. Right. That is. That's a crazy thing to drop because you're like, what? Like, Jessa has this little sister that. No, never mind. Right. Never mentioned. And also, that's almost a little bit like, whoa. Like, that's a crazy plot point to include. It is but crazy. I guess it but it, like, people line, do just leave their kids. The best line ever. And yeah. that is a thing because he's when the dad gets back or the day after they like go out or whatever, mm-hmm. he's like, I need to leave this family in this house well, and Jess is exactly. like can you stop leaving women and children like right, this right. and he's like no I'm right. yeah am I, I'm I'm stressed tr- he does try like mm-hmm. I think that it's definitely like he doesn't necessarily have so much resent in his heart like they have those inside jokes like you've seen the beginning of the episode oh right when they're talking like British or something exactly like this very specific like cockney accent that, right like, and Hannah trying to play along Hannah being like I hate actually not being included in things <laughs> so um if we could just fill me in it's so stupid <laughs> very specific vernacular with one another that they don't share with anyone else like even on that swing set scene like 
like we're not or like in the beginning it's like we're not built like the same like they know they have that so much commonality together yeah. right they are, like they are right two and then the obviously breed. jessa leaves too right like she kind of yeah runs. yeah and right. she, she is her dad. when her dad calls her out you always leave you're unreliable i'm like okay whose fault is that fault is babe that? Ugh, i'm the child it's so sad. it's one of the saddest episodes Cause she really is she like she's like acting in that like because it is like she's like whining she really you know what is. I mean? it's like i think like one it's instinct, like up here like she's like i'm the child it's yeah, like yeah, like yeah. you would my instinct as an actor i think would be like huh, i'm the but i'm the child and it, but it's like it's not like she's like whimpering yeah it's like troy savon in the idol when he's like getting like tied up mm-hmm. and whipped and shocked and he's like what? screaming is he and supposed like, to be straight in the idol by the way no he's gay okay okay Maybe. I didn't know he was. Oh, so, uh, yeah, oh, he's he gets like tortured in this one scene, and everyone's so shocked that he can actually be a good actor. And I think we're kind of seeing that from Jessa too, Jemima right. here. Yeah, Jemima, shout out to Jemima. Because he plays herself for most of it, and then he kind of like goes into this real actor mode here. It's true. That's yeah. what I think with her, where it's like they don't, I, I, from what I've seen the first three, it's like, I'm, this is a nice episode because it's nice that she's a little bit more to do. Yeah. Um, and has a little bit more like and when they give it to her it's like she really does it she really does she's yeah. ready to do it yeah just right i think it's also a really interesting point because hannah i mean it is specified when you bring up the rehab it's such a good point where mm-hmm. hannah really puts herself out on a leg for jessa that she doesn't do for marnie obviously not shoshana like mm-hmm. this is the person that she's chosen to, like take like t- put cover like help her like yeah. usually hannah's in this position of like needing help and this is the one spot where she's really like putting outreach really helping jessa really like being almost like a parental figure and i think in all of us we kind of have relationships where like people are more parent like being a parent towards yeah. them or more being a parent towards them yeah it's true she does really feel like some like she has to take care of her yeah i mean she goes it's to a lot of them jessa. walking without a car uh-huh that yes. happens like four or five times in what mexican episode. restaurant too did i miss something what wait what do you mean because it's like I so I don't my have my phone. I gave it to a guy at a Mexican restaurant. I'm oh, like, I don't think where we, was we, Mexican, we, 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 we went to that. I don't think we went to that. Restaurant. No. That'll be in an, um, the tiny furniture bonus features. <laughs> I hope. I love the Rihanna scene. Yeah. That is so Her name funny. is Rihanna. Oh, my God. Her name is Rihanna. She, I just like it's so classic for, I think, for he's obviously gay. I think mm-hmm. that's so implied. It's mm-hmm. so funny to make him gay because Hannah is always fucking gay guys. Yes, totally. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, Hannah. Like the way she's like so like whatever, whatever, whatever. And then that happens at the end of the scene and she's like, God. Yeah, I kind of love, right? Like it's kind of nice to see her in this mode of like not freaking out about something where she's just like, all like, right. Why is everybody? Right, everybody around me being like Well, so... exactly. And I think if you're gay and you're having sex with a woman, you are you are being used for sex. Yeah, I mean. He's like, I feel used. She's like, no, no, no. The way she's just like, no, no. no. What you're feeling, not valid. Right, exactly. And take it back. And I love that they're like literally petting these little rabbits at one point, and they eat the rabbit. That too is so. She throws a rabbit over her shoulder when no one's looking. Both both of my grandparents have stories like that. Actually, and my really, yeah, like like being one of my my grandmothers was a vegetarian for her whole life because she was like she had a pet goat that like her family slaughtered and so miley cyrus saved oh my god and like like served to her and she was like she literally was a vegetarian for the rest of her life 
Yeah. She was like 12. I would be. Yeah, she was like, no. That's fucked up. One time I went on a mission trip to Missouri mm-hmm. where a tornado had hit. <gasps> cool. And the house. Did you eat an animal? The house we were like fixing up, this woman owned eight cows that like died in the tornado mm-hmm. but she turned them all into meat right so every day we were there she would like barbecue us like heavy meat wow oh my God. and be like here and i just remember being like i'm not made to be this way right that's a lot meat is intense i'm more and more like like yeah it really is true and it is true that like you do it, it's kind of underscored when it's like why am I like this was an animal that I knew actually? Yeah, I haven't really ever had to do that. Eat an animal, you know? No, personally, that's lucky. That's yeah. really it's upstate culture because I went to the Adirondacks last year and uh-huh. we, one day we're eating hamburgers, the next day we're visiting the cows that the hamburgers are made out of and like giving them names and feeding them. It's like right. a background of my phone, it's like a cow that we ate, right? Oh. Well, I didn't, I, we didn't that's eat kind this, of actually, cow. Evan. I didn't, yeah. I'm now realizing that right now, actually. That's funny, um, but really fun that it happens, yeah. I've really been feeling so lucky for my parents recently because... Did you do an earnest phone the call like this? <laughs> no, but I've been so earnest with both of them. I mean, That's I've had so to be. Cool. I'm like, Have you always you. been that way? Earnest? Or towards, like, your towards your parents? No, no. I've actually just in general become a lot more earnest and like open about like gr- my appreciation. I'm trying to become earnest so bad, but yeah. everything I say sounds so sarcastic. You're trying. It's now. really bad. I think like I don't true. know. Heartbreak did it to me. Like okay. heartbreak made it made me be like, oh, like I don't have a choice but to be real. Are you gonna be like it's, this forever? No, probably not. Um, I also am worried about dating because right. when you date, like I haven't had to like date in like years, and when you date, you kind of have to like keep your cards a little close to the you know what I mean you can't be like oh my god I love this so much like what are you doing I want to hang out tomorrow you know like yeah you have to kind of play this fucking game yeah. I did date like a few years ago and I don't know I remember the thing of being like I don't have to play the game I can be fully honest and then it's like you oh get hurt god. yeah and people actually do get scared away if you're like too into it yeah and you have to in be this like, city yeah it's her favorite thing to do and it's like, that's so hobby. lame. But also, I'm like that too. If someone's really, really into it, I'm like, it's kind of a turnoff, which is like, what? Why? We're all fucked in the head. We're all fucked in the head. It's like really so much about like abandonment. But it's like, ugh, I mean, there's so much abandonment. Despite the fact that my parents are like great. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, like any, I, I have a really hard time with the idea of abandonment or like being yeah. left out of stuff. My parents, actually, in the episode of Girls, this one <laughs> that we're talking about <laughs> Hannah talks about like my worst fear was being the kid who was like picked like picked, picked up, up last. last and not from this but like a few weeks ago I had like kind of a flashball memory of like oh like that definitely happened to me a few times as a kid mm. my parents right, were like right, divorced right. they were working like yeah and definitely it's like like kind of a little little traumatic actually to be like definitely. at like, because also you can tell the counselors are like, do you want to call again? And you're like, okay, I can. Like, they want to go home. Like, yeah. nobody's happy. They're like, we're going to bring you to the office. And like, you're going to have to wait here. Is it like it's after hell. a sport or after school? Like after like a camp thing, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's there to like, you know. Did you have phone? <laughs> do you have phone? I think I got phone? a phone in like sixth grade. So it would be like. Oh, that's pretty Elementary early. school. Yeah. These are, you're really holding on to this. Yeah. 
So yes, this is like before elementary school even. No, I've had that where it's like I come home from Christmas and then I'm like, I guess I'll call an Uber. Right, exactly. It's no problem. Right, right, right. You're like, shouldn't someone be here to kind of be helping me with this? Yeah. My babysitter would have to pull over before she would take a phone call because she didn't obviously call. She didn't feel comfortable being on the phone and driving. Right. She would oh, often be so late because I would always be so bad at telling her what time to pick me up. But we went <laughs> to an, a different school to do sport. Right, right, right. Uh, um, so I was classically in that gym that you're right. talking about you're just like waiting with the teachers the yeah. teachers being like we want to go home no exactly can you call them again there's so much pressure as a child when the teacher needs to go home and oh it's on your parents but it's your fault right literally like you blame like, yourself and the teacher knows that like they just teacher knows like they can't actually blame you but they can't hide the fact that they're annoyed they're, they're like pissed. they're like um okay do you know did she say anything about when she was going to be here <laughs> Oh my God, it's stressful. Yeah, it's and it always gets so close to driving you home where you're like, my parents said you can't do that. Right. And you can't cross that line. LOL. <laughs> they wouldn't. No, uh, I've never been offered a ride. Well, it's because I went to a specific middle school where everyone was dyslexic and we all like come from an hour away to go to it. Mm-hmm. We've never had an episode of this podcast yeah, where I you're like, I went to dyslexic middle school. It's <laughs> 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 so only interesting thing. Girl, get your <laughs> Glock. It's, it's rapid, rapid fire, fire time. time. Are you okay. ready to answer some rapid fire questions? We're yeah. absolutely going to have to pull that up. Are you a school girl or are you going to get schooled girl? Uh, I'm a school girl. Why is Marnie mad at you? Um, because I canceled last minute. What's your favorite utensil? Uh, spoon. Would you rather live in a nice building facing an ugly building or an ugly building facing a nice building? Um, ugly building facing a nice building. Voice of a generation or at least a voice of a generation? A voice of a generation. Oh, and, um, (laughs) what would make you, um, visit? Well, you have a great relationship with your dad and I'm right. No, you can ask. Okay. Yeah. Um, what would make you go visit your dad? Um, like, uh, uh, emotional hardship. Yeah. Right, totally, right, 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 totally, right. Totally. Yeah. And are you eating the rabbit? Yes. Wow. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. That, that was, was fun. so powerful. You guys had good questions. And I think I did a great job of answering them. You no, answered so. without waiting a beat. I I'm know. Like, Do you have I, an improv background? I literally took it so seriously. I was like, <laughs> rapid fire. I was like, okay. You're and in. I don't know. It's like now I'm thinking back, like, were there things I would change? Probably. But that's not the point. You can't no. go back. I, I can. Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't give me that option. I kind of liked it when I couldn't. I was no, like, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's no, done. I okay. actually really want you to. Okay. Maybe it's a favorite utensil, pen. I want to change it that oh, way. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a pen and utensil? Yeah. I don't know. It oh, is now. Well, no, I let you go back and now I regret it. Right, exactly. You shouldn't have let you shouldn't have opened the door. Yeah, you were no. right. And yeah. we're all in a fight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, our last segment of the podcast is then v now. We compare mm-hmm. Brooklyn then to oh, yeah. Brooklyn now, but I mean this didn't happen. This one wasn't so Brooklyn. This one was almost kind of timeless, wouldn't you say? I was kind of ultimately timeless. say it actually was so Brooklynly. Right, because actually like it, it, it all these characters are ending up in Brooklyn or have lived there. Right. You're right. I think that there is something about like where it feels really timeless because it's like, yeah, Upstate does kind of still look like that. No, yeah. Exactly. Upstate is Brooklyn. I mean, right. would Frank exist today or would it be something mm. much different? That's the thing that ac- you're so right. That's the thing that feels anachronistic. <laughs> like where and even then, I mean, look, I famously have gone in on Frank. I don't think he makes <laughs> sense. I don't think he's costumed right. But even if that were now. Like who would Frank be acting Right. Like. No, Frank is, of course, I think he's still around. No. I'm, I think oh, a version of I, him is, but like no. with a different kind of look. I, f- I don't know I what it would be. I think Frank would maybe be like 
short running I don't short think you guys, guy. I yeah, absolutely do think he's kind around. of Michael kind of, Sarah Juno. Yeah, yeah. And like maybe like kind of on his phone, but not in like a influencer way. Yeah. In yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. He's on Reddit. He's in like something really deep. Is Reddit the football sport. guy still alive? Huh. Do blonde hunks exist anymore? Like I feel like <laughs> yes. I've never met a teen that acts like that. That was such a funny like it's like who is this guy? It is. I'm like Lena. You've never experienced like you, right. Have and you it, even met a guy like that before? Because it would be not that hard to like like make that character someone who kind of made sense. And instead, it's like so these are two like guys like they're gay for each other or something, but maybe not. Like it mm. does raise these it questions. Really, so it's love, Simon. But almost. maybe that's truthful. Like maybe it is. It's like life. You're just like that was weird. Like they were weird. Yeah. I don't get it. And you're just like, and I won't get it. Like. Yeah, she said it's not a trope. It's right. She's like, I don't know. What if there were two people like this? That the. I don't know. I think Frank actually is around and he's like doing something so interesting on TikTok. I think if you scroll enough on the app, you see people have like 45 likes on their videos, but are so consistent about posting. He's like doing some weird music review or yeah. he's like talking oh about God. like some interesting You're hobby kinda collection. What about yeah. Putra's? What around. is that damn woman's name? I'm obsessed with her. Petula. She's talking about manifestation. Petula. She's Petula. Two amazing that points. is real. She brought up manifestation, which is kind of a fringe niche thing in 2010 years ago. And now Do you she's think she would be a life so coach? Prominent. Like with an Instagram following. Again, she's also on TikTok and she's kind of learning that from her son. She's kind of pointing she's at, at mental it. health facts. She's better at it than Frank. I no, I don't say. think she's mental health. I think she's way more spiritual. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, not yeah. doing mental health. She's doing like massage. She's it's something else. Tutorial. It's like, she's pulling it's up energy. a card. She's like, did you see this yes. while you're scrolling? Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God, I want to do that when I well, get home. I mean, she does. Me do it. Yeah. You have have to. you been to a um astrologist before? No, but I've um my friend does tarot and I like Oh, that's okay. the same everyone's yeah. friend that does tarot is like that's that's good enough i went that to an astrologist enough. in midtown last year and they were like you're gonna fall in love in february and honey it's july <laughs> you're like crap yeah they, they often over promise yeah. i've had that experience well they have to get you in the door of course yes, and then you have course. to go back and you have to clarify what love is like i think she wants you to go back and figure out what love. i'm gonna text her now i want yeah. to <laughs> do that okay anything else? yes okay so we didn't we talked about manifestation but we also talked about we didn't really go full deep on this but life i think is a a video game mm. oh the title of the episode the title of the episode kind of the namesake of why do you we're think here you're today. a sim i don't feel that way about myself yeah see that you're programmed not to <laughs> um life okay. being a video game well, I mean, hmm. I do think Can't so. Decide. <laughs> We're kind of so close to creating these own simulations. If we can get to sentient, then we can create worlds like this. If we have like enough, I don't power think it's a video game. I and don't think it's a video. We game. can never prove it, which is the sickest part. But of I it also all. like when I think about Earth too much. I'm like, there's no. This is uh, so fake. Yeah, do you totally. Think they, I wish they had a party. It does full. feel sometimes helpful to think about it like a video game. Yeah, like it almost like um right. makes it less complicated. Right, you're like, like I just keep dying on this level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I've died a hundred times on this level, and then you're like, because you know what happens sometimes in a video game is you, you die a hundred times on the level. You're like, okay, let me put it down, figure it out, come back, and then you're like, actually, like I you do it Whoa. immediately. Yeah. So there's a lesson there for sure. Wait, and, that's actually really inspiring. Thank you. And I'm the child. 
You're the child. That's what I'm going to be taking away from this episode. Okay, so we also, I really want to like analyze what the hell they're wearing here. I think that's really significant. Mm -hmm. She's wearing a band tee that we could essentially say Petra. What's her name? Petula. Petula. You guys are not nailing. No, No, we're really sure. And I am nailing it. Yeah. I'm knowing it every time. Yeah. Well, where is. I mean, exactly. Like, I love her outfit. She's wearing a long skirt, which is actually so prominent in today's zeitgeist. Like, we are, we're really in a maxi skirt kind of era. Mm-hmm. We kind of started with a denim skirt, and we're kind of going more into the silk fabric-y mm-hmm. thing that we really are seeing going on. I think on. that is true. 100%. Like, her look is so, like, she's doing big pants, tiny shirt. Mm-hmm. Hannah wearing a dress I've never seen since or during that time. I actually can't picture at all what either of them are wearing. I'm so sorry. I know. What is Jessica wearing? You can take it away and I'll jump in if I can. Right, 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 right. And I I, I don't know. This, it's like... Jess's we, braid thing yeah. is so 2013. Okay. I have a note. Um, This is another costuming note because I do remember that Petula is wearing a Jefferson Airplane t-shirt. Um, exactly. And I actually also think, not to be like critical, but I do think some of her dialogue is a little on the nose and that costuming is also a little on the nose. You're like, pissed. I am pissed. I actually love watching stuff and being able to be like, I'm figuring out like what how this could be better. I'm feeling let's, like so smart for it. Let's get you in the damn writer's room. Let's get me in the damn writer's room. Because I'm like, I'm like, some of like the video game stuff, I'm like, as opposed to like maybe, I don't know, the thing with like Lena Dunham and her relationship with her mom where I'm like, that's so great because it's kind of unexpected that yeah. her mom is like a bitch in this way and like they have this like sweet moment but it's like undercut and whatever and you know like it's co- complex but it feels really real like the stepmom character i'm like it's a little bit on the nose of like woo woo woman it, like it's almost like sketch in a way that's not the rest of the show exactly exactly yeah. it does have like kind of a sketch tone a little bit yeah maybe there's a, like there's moments that i think like i think her thing with like the glock is kind of funny does she do that no you guys said glock we she does say a gun thing, though. But we she says gun. She says gun. She's like, it's a video game. Pow, pow, you're my enemy. Pow, pow, Would pow. you say it's completely a dialogue issue or is it the performance of that actress? I think it's more dialogue. It's a dialogue huh? issue to me. Huh. I just think it's like maybe a little bit like the obvious thing for like yeah. she, it like well, massage, yeah. you know. I don't think Lena really knows this woman. Lena's so no. good at writing people she actually knows. And I, I think told- this is a made up character. You can tell she right. didn't meet that girl. Right. The farther away yeah. she gets from what she knows, the more it becomes a little bit like. Well, I think that's like, why she can't write like black characters or colors of POC because she doesn't know any POC. Right, exactly. That's why she's only like, she can write straight men and people are like, oh, she's so good at capturing the nuances of straight men. Right, right. But it's like, and she I really guess gay is. men. Yeah. But because they're white and right. like she's hung out with those. She's kind of always been a little bit of a guy's girl, I think, especially right. growing up. Right. And right. I think like well, there's a certain milieu that she really does understand. Yeah, exactly. And right. Okay. I'm glad I said that. I'm glad I spoke up. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. Yeah. Thank you. I know. We're going to clip that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is good. It's like usually sometimes we do this show and we actually never even talk about girls. So I think it's really significant. We only got to talk about it. Oh yeah, this is good. We need balance. Some episodes are not as they're not. I think this is a rich text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it is. This is the thing about girls that's amazing. Is like you'll watch some and you're like whatever, 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 and then a few of them you're like, damn, like that was good. It was like really effective. Respect. I mean, so far every single episode, I've been like, this one's gonna be meh, right? And I'm always like, no, this one really hit a point that hasn't been hit before that I'm deeply moved by. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's it's still amazing that she wrote this at 24. Well, she actually wrote it at 22. Right. That's kind of crazy. And then got and then it got filmed at 24. 
It's no problem. I don't think anyone really talks about how she did season two at 22. And actually, you know, I actually read the pilot this week. I noticed um, that. And it oh, really? kept, Shoshana was originally supposed to be 27. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And then Adam, 33. And how it, old is he in the in the actual thing? They never really clarify, right. but I do it's think It's giving, are, like, 27. Yeah, yeah he's 27. Yeah, wait, do you support Hannah and Adam? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you think Adam's hot? Um, not to me. He's too angry. I find that really not hot. I agree with that. I find him like often really like, and he's so like yells at her and he's like so dismissive of her. It's, I I, I don't really like him. I think me he's either. a great character and I do totally see what's charming about him. But for me, it's if I had to interact with that person in my life, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, you do. I agree. I do. Who's angry? Well, you? everyone's a little bit of that. Hmm. Oh. I'm angry. Oh. Do you think I'm angry? No. Oh, now I'm getting angry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Okay, let's close it out. Any closing statements on Shosh? My Shosh statement? No, I already said the funny thing. Okay, perfect. Like, I think she's awesome. Guys, if you love Charlie, go to his live show next week or this week. Mm-hmm. Wait, what day is it? The 22nd. The 22nd. So literally so close after this comes out. Code a little field. It'll be fun. Why not? And check out their podcast, Exploration Live by HeadGum. That's right. Wow. And um, we'll see you next week. Please, Please rate, rate and review. review. We'll be back with <laughs> almost almost the season finale of season two. Well, we're chugging we, through. We're getting, you're, you're getting there. We're getting close. We're getting close. All love. Bye. Bye.